This is I'm Not From Here with Josh on Sin Nation. Oh boy, yeah, it is. Hello, how's it going? My name's Josh and you're listening to I'm Not From Here, a show all about my adventures in Melbourne after moving over here from WA a couple of months ago. Tonight's going to be fun as. You'll hear me check out the Kensington Markets and speak to Mel, one of the organisers of it. Scott will join me too to help us to decide whether WA or Victoria has the better comic book stores. Oh, that one was his idea. And we'll be playing heaps of music as well, including stuff from The Creases, old stuff from Ben Folds 5, and a little bit from April Ludgate's favourite band. Don't forget you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram.com slash I'm not from here FM. Let's stop with these formalities and just get into the good stuff. This is new from Chance the Rapper. It's called Blessings. You're listening to I'm Not From Here on Sin Nation. I'm going praise him. Oh, I'm always ready for some chance. The rapper Blessingus with a cut from his new mixtape, Colouring Book, right here on Sin Nation. This is I'm Not From Here. My name's Josh. Thanks heaps for joining me. And hang around, because after this, you'll hear Scott visit a Perth comic book shop and lose his mind like the dingus he is. Now, though, this is the new Angus Stone project. It's called Dope Lemon, and this one is called Marinade. Community radio is essential for an inclusive, cohesive and culturally diverse Australian community, pursuing the principles of democracy, access and equity and extending the diversity of programming choices available to you. The recent federal budget has cut funding for community digital radio, a move that puts all community digital radio services at risk. Show your support for live and local voices by signing the petition at keepcommunityradio.org.au. Help keep the community in your radio from Sin's Sweet 16. Eight local and eight international freshly picked tunes. That is Dope Lemon. It's Angus from Angus and Julia's new solo project. It's a way different vibe to anything he's done before and I'm really into it. Alright, every week my WA correspondent slash mini-me, Scott Martin, and I pick something and find out whether WA or Victoria does it better. This week it was Scott's choice and he chose comic book shops. He chose, so I'm going to go first. Here's my little adventure, checking out a comic book shop right here in Melbourne. Alright, I'm walking down what I believe is Elizabeth Street. I'm walking down to find a comic book shop, which I've been told is pretty good. It's about quarter to ten in the morning, but um, I just filled in on Get Cereal on Sin 90.7. So I've been awake since four in the morning. So I'll be honest, I'm not in peak radio making condition, but here we are. Now Scott's a bit of a dork for this kind of stuff, but um, it's not it's not really for me. I get into it a bit, but it's not really for me. So I'm excited to see what kind of nerd burgers are at a comic book shop at quarter to ten on a Tuesday morning. I reckon I've found this shop, so I'm going to head in there now and check it out and see if it can compare to the wonder of Perth comic book shops. <laughs> you have to walk downstairs to get into it, you have to literally go into a basement, that's adorable. Alright, I'm immediately retracting everything I've said, this place is awesome. There's, as soon as you walk in the door there's all these figurines, like not even like little figurines, like huge ones, there's a giant 
Thor, I can see a Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy, all sorts of Batman, all sorts of Stormtroopers, a Captain America. This is awesome. It's not just comic books here either. As soon as I walk in, there's novels everywhere and DVDs, heaps of merch, there's backpacks with all sorts of comic book characters all over them. I can see, what can I see? Dragon Ball Z, Avengers, uh, SpongeBob SquarePants. So cool. Alright, it appears I've made it to the Star Wars slash Star Trek area. Oh man, there's so much collectible stuff here. There's backpacks, there's those little like bubble heads, there's sipper cups, there's mugs, there is... Oh man, what else have we got? The stickers. Oh man, just as a side note as well, how good was The Force Awakens? So bloody good. Alright, now we've made it to my section. I am in the Doctor Who area. And oh man, there is so much stuff here. I <laughs> I want really badly. There are all oh, sorts of mugs. There's giant sonic screwdriver barbecue togs, in case you needed some of them. There's a TARDIS you can paint. There's Doctor Who animated chess. I'm not sure how that works, but it sounds awesome. I want to play it. There's beanies. There's little action figurines. There's heaps of novels as well. DVDs, I'm pretty sure, every single episode. Oh, man. Man, this place is winning me over. I haven't even got to the comic book section yet and I already reckon this place is the best. There's a Cluedo Sherlock game based on the Benedict Cumberbatch Martin Freeman show. There's a Breaking Bad cookbook, which I need for many reasons. Oh man, this is the best. I just found a wall of Harry Potter stuff. And that is definitely my jam. I think the longer I've been in here, I've said, this is my kind of thing, this is my kind of thing. Doctor Who, Breaking Bad, Harry Potter. (laughs) I think I might be a bit of a nerd. (laughs) There's figurines of everything. I can't get over how many figurines here. There's more than I've ever seen in my whole life. There's Lois Lane. There's Aqualad from Teen Titans. Uh, Bizarro Superman. Batgirl with, with Reversible Cow. Everyone who's ever been in anything has a figurine here. Can't wait for the Josh Martin, I'm not from here, (laughs) Sid Nation figurine, to be honest. Alright, I've finally hit the comic book area. I can see stuff from DC, Vertigo, Marvel. There's lots of how-to books and art books. There's a new releases section on the far side. More merch, a lot of backpacks, posters, that kind of thing. It's just so many. There's comics here from shows and movies that you wouldn't think would even have a comic book. There's an Assassin's Creed, the video game comic book. There's a Bob's Burgers, the TV show comic book. There's a Donald Duck comic book. There's an Adventure Time comic book. There's a Doctor Who comic book. There's a The Blacklist TV show comic book. A Fight Club 2 comic book. Everything you can think of has a comic book. Alright, I've just left the comic book shop. I, man, I have to retract everything I said about it before I went in there. That was so cool. A lot of the stuff in there was a little bit out of my price range personally because I'm pretty poor. But just the variety of stuff in there is just insane. You can get anything pretty much with 
a picture of a comic book character on it. It's awesome. And not even comic book characters. You can get stuff from TV shows and movies and that kind of thing as well. The other thing I should do is apologise for what I was calling the people before I went in there. Nerd burgers, that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> I feel a bit bad about it because everyone in there seemed really cool and seemed like they were having a great time. So, yeah. All in all, great experience. This one shocked me. I actually really enjoyed it and I didn't think I would. It's going to be a tough one to beat, so make sure you hang around after this Sweet 16 track to hear Scott's experience at a WA comic book shop. Run the Jewels are coming up soon, but now this is The Creases with Impact. I don't care the impact. Another great Queensland band. That's The Creases here on Sin Nation. That one's called Impact. We just heard my piece checking out a Melbourne comic book shop and now it's time for my WA correspondent slash my parallel route on the family tree. Scott Martin to check out a WA comic book shop. Here he is on Sin Nation. All right. So I'm in a comic book store, pretty much smack bang in the middle of Perth. Uh, Pretty much the most Perth area someone could be in, actually. Like right, right in the middle. And I am going to be honest with you, I'm here pretty often. Uh, As of about this time last year, I started becoming very interested in comic books and reading them quite often. Uh, I started with a Black Panther collection because there were rumours that the character was going to appear in the next blockbuster Marvel movie and I really, really liked it. It kind of just made me so much more interested so much like so quick as well uh, so much so that black panther could maybe be top three in my favorite hero list i probably have like a top 10 at this point i'm really into comic books right? <laughs> anyway uh the the point is i'm here in the center of perth in my favorite comic book store and the reason why it's my favorite is because it has everything I'm standing in the middle of the store, and to my left I see Marvel Comics. In front of me I see the newest released individual issues, like the official issue number zero of Civil War 2. I'm pretty keen to get my hands on as soon as I'm done with this recording. Uh, To my right I see DC Comics, and then scattered around the rest of the place are the other lesser known brands like Dark Horse and whatnot. And finally, behind me are lots and lots of physical merchandise like figurines and posters. And the figurines are particularly interesting because some are like the, uh, the, the pop vinyl kind of figurines. You know, $14-ish each, small but covering hundreds and hundreds of different characters. Very easy to collect. I've got a bit of a collection myself. I think I might have around about 20 at this point. But some of the figurines here are just full on, like 10 to 20 inch tall, ridiculously detailed figurines that are at a couple of hundred dollars each. So really, really fascinating stuff. The staff are very, very friendly and taught me a lot about comics when I had no idea where to start or anything like that. Uh, unfortunately, they're not super keen to speak on microphone right now. And fair enough, it's not like the place is empty right now or anything like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I should actually, I should mention as well that the store is downstairs and 
kind of difficult to find from the street, but that kind of gives the store a heaven kind of feel. Like I'm safe from the cruel outside world of wedgies and nookies and varsity jackets. Anyway, I think that's it for me. This is a very, very chill store. It's got a very nice vibe, incredibly friendly staff and hundreds and hundreds of issues and collections to get your Cheetoed colored fingers on, you bunch of nerds. <laughs> so, whoops, okay, turn this up a little bit, I gotta talk quietly. Someone just walked in and I think he thought I was calling him a nerd. <laughs> whoops. Very funny that I'm being looked at strange in a comic book store. Oh boy. That's our WA correspondent slash the Jewy to my Malcolm. Scott Martin there talking us through his experience at a WA comic book shop. Now, I know Scott is definitely a lot more passionate about this than I am, but I'm pretty sure that he would lose his mind over the shop that I visited over here. I reckon I'm going to have to give it to the Victorian comic book shops this week. The shop I visited was just so much more than a comic book shop, and it got me to change my perception of them. So I think that's enough to take it out over WA this week. After this, you'll hear a bit more about me exploring the city of Melbourne. But right now, this is DJ Shadow featuring Run the Jewels. Mammoth language warning on this one. Oh, my lordy. This is Nobody Speak. Nation. Picture this. I'm a bag of dicks. Put me to your lips. Holy doolies, featuring Run the Jewels. That's DJ Shadow with Nobody Speak here on Sin Nation. Now, the whole reason that I do this show is to explore Melbourne because I've only just moved over here from WA a couple of months ago. So I want to check out everything that this place has to offer. So this week, I jumped at the chance to check out the monthly Kensington Markets. Here it is on I'm Not From Here. <laughs> It is Sunday, the 15th of May. It's a really nice day outside, and I can tell you that because not only am I awake on a Sunday morning, which is something I'm very proud of, but I am out of bed and out of the house on a Sunday morning, which is just unheard of. I'm down at the Kensington Markets, and I'm really excited to check it out and see what these famous Kensington Markets have in store. Alright, I'm walking through the market area now. There's quite a few stalls around. I'd say, oh man, there'd be close to 70 here. There's a dude playing live music as well. It's awesome. Uh, there's a food room, which is good fun. I'm going to go have a bite to eat in there soon, I think. It's cool. It's good vibes. Really good community spirit. It's not just the usual market folk you'd expect to see here. There's lots of kids around as well. I'm not sure if that's just a selling ploy from the, <laughs> from the sellers to get some cuteness points to get some sales, but it's cool. It's not full of oldies, that's what I'm trying to say. I have to be honest, some of this stuff here is <laughs> a little bit out of my price range, but I guess that's what you get when you're on a volunteer community radio budget. I'm walking through now, I'm seeing a lot of jewellery, a lot of candles, some stuffed toys, mini ornamental plants, a lot of paintings which are very nice, and some vintage clothing. Inside the town hall, the markets are awesome, there's so much stuff to check out. I'm sitting outside now, I'm going to go and ask some people what it is they love about the markets here. The potential for um, new industries and a new way of life. 
particularly for the next generation. Absolutely, and that's something I noticed here. There's so many kids around. Yeah, wonderful lot of children around, and thank goodness they can buy beautiful things here. Um, I just sort of like it has quite a nice atmosphere. Some pretty cool things to look at, and it has some okay music. Yeah, absolutely. So, what's what's the number one thing you'd buy if you had the money? I like that sort of rust sculptures they have outside. I thought they looked very cool. Yeah. So Alex, what is it that brings you to the markets today? Mel. <laughs> and what is it that brings you to the markets today, Mel? Oh, just something to do in a good weather. She has an obsession with markets, and we haven't been to this one. And it's a nice day, and we thought, this looks pretty good. So, yeah, here we are. me checking out the Kensington Markets last weekend. It was so much fun. The music playing under that piece was by a guy called Byron Siren, who was playing live at the markets when I visited, so make sure you check his stuff out if you like. Coming up after this, I speak to Mel, one of the organisers of the markets, so hang around for that. And to take us there, I've got a bit of Ben Folds 5. This is Do It Anyway. My name's Josh, and you're listening to Sin Nation. This is I'm Not From Here. That's the Benfolds 5. Do it anyway here on I'm Not From Here. I just played a piece that I recorded last weekend when I was checking out the Kensington Markets, which was real good fun. And I was lucky enough to also catch up with an organiser of the markets, Mel, during the week. Here she is on Sin Nation. My name's Melina. I am the market coordinator for the Kensington Market, which is at the Kensington Town Hall in Blair Street, closer to the Racecourse Road Flemington side. Uh, the uh, market's been going since September 2013 and it was started up by a group of passionate crafters and artisans who volunteered their time and decided that Kensington and Flemington, whilst there was a few different places where people could showcase their product and their bespoke items, there wasn't anywhere, some, any hub or such a thing where everyone can get together and actually show people what they make and sell the product or take classes and what have you. So that's how the, basically in a nutshell, that's how the Kentucky market got started. Yeah, and so how does that compare to now from that, that sort of humble beginning? How does it, how does it shot off now? Well, it's, uh, it's really interesting, ebbs and flows. It's amazing the different uh, factors in, in society that affect the market. Obviously, you know, financially, you know, and now it's an election, no one knows what to do and the rates. There's lots of variables with market because generally when people are looking at their budget and working out where they're going to spend their money, it's generally not on arts and crafts and, and that type of stuff. So it has had a dent in the market, I suppose you could say. But numbers are still great. We're still, you know, getting about a thousand people through the door each month, which is pretty pretty good. It also helps the local businesses as well with uh, bringing people into the area and making people aware that there are other little businesses around the area that uh, also do need people's help. Yep. Yeah, awesome. So what's your role on game day? My role on game day is actually quite minimal. My job is to basically go up to the market newbies and just introduce myself and get people to know me and have a chat with me and talk about where they want to go and how the market can help them. I do a lot of behind-the-scenes work prior to market day and then once market day uh, comes round, it's my job to actually socialise. I actually quite enjoy the day for myself, so it's really it's a lot of fun. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it is, it is. We we have a lovely group of storeholders. Uh, they, they're so clever. I mean, they are really, you know, we do get, as I always say, you know, a handful of Melbourne finest. They, they are just amazing, the things that they create. And they're great personalities, of course. Yeah. And so is it the same uh, sort of vendors every market or does it change often? No, it changes every month. We try not to have the same vendors. So we're probably about 15 to 20 new vendors every month. And they can range from different stuff. It's not just your jewellery or candles or children's wear. I mean, we have a beautiful girl who's a taxidermist. We have a barber on site as well, which is pretty amazing, not to mention also the live music that we have by local buskers, musicians and music teachers that come and play at the market as well. And we also have a handful of community stalls that we like to support as well, uh, that along the likes of Save the Veni, Save the Children and Don Bosco would be one as well, which I know is not in the area but we have also supported them as well. And we have a Christmas raffle where all the storeholders and local traders come together and we have a raffle and we raffle that off to, to uh, market attendees and then the money that we get from the raffle we donate to a local charity or children's group or what have you in the area. Oh, that's so great. So I was going to say the the markets have such a, a huge community spirit behind them. Is that something that you deliberately try to foster or does that just come organically when you're bringing that many locals together? No, we try and get as many community groups, especially the ones that obviously, I mean, we open to other areas of Melbourne, obviously, but we try and look after Kensington and Flemington precincts. It's important to have the community groups, such as the Neighbourhood House, to be showcased in an area where people know what's happening. Kensington Association is another one as well. It's very important for us to have that as a forum for these groups uh, so they can come and tell people what they do and the services that are available in the area as well. Yeah, yeah. And something else I noticed at the market was how many young people are there. Is getting the kids involved something that you consciously work on? It's amazing. Well, Kensington demographically has got a lot, a lot of children. Um, we're one of the highest with kids areas. And it's actually quite interesting because we normally have a petting zoo, which is a, another community stall because uh, these are rescued animals. So the money that people pay to play with, you know, the guinea pigs and the rabbits and the llamas sometimes because we have those as well. Oh, wow. Uh, that, yeah, that all goes back into the group. And, uh, and that helps with vet bills, helps with food, helps with, you know, whatever is needed predominantly for the animals. So that's really, really important, run by an amazing group of people, Parkland Mobile Pet Pub, and they do such a great job. And, yeah, a, a huge amount of the money goes back to into the animals, so that's, that's really important as well. Um, and we have children that come for the face painting, we have children that come for the plaster of Paris painting as well. And that money, again, that goes to a local charity or a local community group that we like to help at the end of the year as well. Oh, that's so awesome. So I was going to... Thank you. We think so. <laughs> <laughs> we think so. <laughs> so I was going to finish off by saying I, I was asking a lot of people while I was at the markets what it is that they love about the markets. What is it that you love about the markets as an organiser? I love the fact that uh, there's so many beautiful bespoke artisans at our market. Uh, I love that you can always find something different. Uh, the storeholders, although you know it is a market, they are part of our market family. They work the market. They're very dedicated to what they do. And it's great to be able to do something locally. Uh, I live locally, so that's really important to me. And to bring 
you know, attention to Kensington and Flemington precincts because that's very important, especially for the small businesses around the area as well. And also to business giving back, Biggin and Scott Kensington are our sponsor this year and they've just been amazing with their, their advertising and marketing as well. So it's about working together and just bringing awareness to the area. Well, thanks so much for joining us, man. I really appreciate it. You're very it. welcome, Josh. You have a great day. I sure will. You too. Cheers. Thank you. Bye. Bye. That's Melina from the Kensington Markets there chatting with me about the markets themselves and the community spirit that they provide. The markets are held on the third Sunday of every month and you can find out more at kensingtonmarket.com.au. Here's Two-Headed Boy from Parks and Rec's April Ludgate's favourite band, Neutral Milk Hotel. You're on Sin Nation. Community radio is a vital part of the Australian media landscape, providing a voice for unique, diverse and vibrant communities across the country. The recent federal budget has reduced funding for community digital radio, a move that puts all community digital radio services at risk. Show your support for live and local voices by signing the petition at keepcommunityradio.org.au. Help keep the community in your radio. Kicking us off, we had Neutral Milk Hotel with Two-Headed Boy and just then Daft Punk with Pharrell Williams' Lose Yourself to Dance. Oh, boy, we're pretty much done for tonight. I explored the Kensington Market, spoke with organiser Mel and learned that Melbourne has the better comic book shops. Don't forget as well, find us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook.com slash I'm not from here, FM. Just quickly, before we wrap it up too, I just want to quickly mention the Keep Community radio campaign that's going on at the moment. Basically what's happened is the federal budget that was released recently contains some cuts to community broadcasting like what this is and basically what that means for us is that it's going to make it super hard for SIN as an organisation to be able to keep this station on the air. So what you can do to help is check out keepcommunityradio.org.au and sign the petition that's there. So that would help us out so much and thanks heaps if you've already done that. I'm going to finish up tonight with a song I don't think I've heard since about, oh, I'd say 2006, but it came up on Shuffle for me this week, and man, boy, did it give me some memories. And if you were born after, say, 1990 and had a bit of an emo phase during high school, I will bet that you know what song it is when you hear this note. That's all you need to know, of course. Crack out your black eyeliner and your hydrogen peroxide. It is My Chemical Romance with Welcome to the Black Parade. Thanks, heaps, for hanging out tonight. I'll catch you later, 10pm next Thursday here on Sin Nation for I'm Not From Here. Oh, man, let's get emotional together. Feel some feelings. When I was a young boy... Hello, podcast friends. It is Josh. Um, I'm just coming in at the the back of this show to let you know I'm going to attach a couple of extra bits of audio for this one. Um, The first one's in relation to the Keep Community Radio stuff that I was talking about sort of towards the end of the show just then. Uh, Yeah, what's happened is basically the government has cut some funds that a lot of the community radio stations were relying on uh, to be able to to be able to pay licenses and that kind of thing, as far as I'm aware. Um, yeah, I'm not fully 100% across it, but the keepcommunityradio.org.au site is the place to go for that. And, yeah, you can read up and sign the petition and do all that kind of thing. It's really important because without this money, um, Sin Nation might cease to exist, which sucks. So, yeah, um, I'm going to attach a bit of audio that I sort of put together, Sin sort of asking a few of the present- 
a few of their presenters, the ones like me who could talk really well, um, sort of cut together a little bit of a thing about what sin means to them, um, the best thing you've done at sin, uh, what it means to the larger community, that kind of thing. So I'm going to cut that um, and put it into here. So I'll play that after this. And then also after that, I'm going to play a little promo that I've made for the show. Uh, It's real dumb and silly, but hopefully it will make a few more people listen and then we can have a lot more fun and it's going to be the bloody best. So thanks, Hates, for listening to this. I super appreciate it. Um, If you haven't already, check out the Facebook, Twitter and Instagram pages. They're all .com slash I'm not from here FM. That would be really sweet if you could do that. Um, and yeah, thanks heaps for listening. I really appreciate it. It's bloody awesome. Uh, so, without any further ado, here are the extra audio pieces. My name's Josh Martin, and I present and produce I'm Not From Here on Sin Nation. The best thing I've done at Sin is get involved with the programming committee. It's genuinely incredible that an organisation like this trusts its young adult volunteers enough to make some big decisions, and it's exciting being a part of that. SIN provides a professionally run destination for young media makers to learn their craft, and in turn, that means the larger community can hear the voices of the youth and can become aware of the issues that matter to them. Community broadcasting, and in particular SIN, are so important in my life. I moved to Melbourne from a small town in rural WA called Bustledon just so I could be involved with this really special place. It was absolutely worth it. You can help us keep Community Radio by signing the petition at keepcommunityradio.org.au. Hello, my name is Josh. I have a show on Sin Nation from 10pm on Thursdays. It's called I'm Not From Here and it's all about me exploring everything that Melbourne has to offer because I only just moved over here from WA a couple of months ago and I really want to sink my teeth into this place. I go out and experience melbourne things and then talk to people about it, like comedians. Just so comfortable talking to you, Joshy. <laughs> Art curators. The NGV plays a really important role in the cultural life of Melbourne. And my own mum. You need to adjust your voice a bit. I'm talking really fast because I need to go check more of Melbourne out. Basically, what you need to know is the show's on Sin Nation from 10pm on Thursdays and it's really, really good. Please listen to it. Thanks. See ya.